believe we're back again with another episode of the Steel Target Paint Podcast. It's been a little while, but we're getting back into the swing of things. Uh, you been doing any shooting lately? Uh, of course, Jeff did some training this past Saturday. Man, there's been a lot of shooting going on. And there's going to be a lot of shooting happening here in the next couple of weeks for sure. How about you? Did you, yeah, did you end I, up shooting Area 6? I did shoot Area 6 and, uh, and, and had a good match. Uh, I got beat by a good friend, Ryan Rhodes, by about 70 points. But, you know, for an old guy, I, uh, I held my own. Um, it doesn't help when you fall down on a stage. Um, oh, no. Did yeah, you really? Uh, yep. Yeah, there was uh, – just a part of the stage, I, I missed a little bit of the uh, soft sand and gully, hit it hard, foot slipped out from under me. But, you know, uh, when we move in USPSA, that finger's out of the trigger, and I kept the gun down range, and I popped back up and finished the stage. And, uh, and you know, cost me some time, but uh, I stayed the match. And, uh, you know, congratulations to, uh, to Ryan for beating me, and uh, it was a great time. They, uh, uh, Manny uh, was the match director. He put on a fantastic match. So it was a lot of fun and been practicing too, you know, uh, uh, at the U S steel shoot, which we're going to recap here in a minute. I, uh, I picked up, uh, shooting more open and more centerfire pistols. So, uh, yesterday I was working on, uh, open and carry optics. Uh, I'm telling you what, in those two divisions, as we talked about before, the draw is everything. Yep. So, yep. And then I came home. And uh, there's a good shot that uh, Zach took of me from South Carolina um, shooting the revolver. And I think as I drew the revolver, I pulled my belt loop up to about my nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened to me. <laughs> yeah, because the gun got stuck. So um, luckily, uh, Josh Lentz was at the uh, U.S. Steel shoot, and I talked to him, and he explained to me how uh, – with the uh, Smith and Wesson uh, performance center 929s, um, they're not as exacting as say an STI when it comes to uh, the trigger guards and you have to go in oh, and yeah. do some modification to the, uh, the alpha X uh, insert. And I did that and now I'm ready to go. So, you know, Josh, Michael Pogge, David Olhasso, look out. You know, I, 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 I'm not going to say I fixed my draw, but I, I, I fixed my holster. So maybe that'll help a little. <laughs> man, you know, I've got a 929 and I've got the same type set up in, man, I, you know, I, I watched the video and all that kind of jazz. And I did some work on that insert because it is not set up for the 929. No, no, no. no and, no. Yeah, you know, I got a Dremel and a couple bits, baby. And I, <laughs> I spun it, that baby wide open, Jeff. Yep. And. Yeah, you know, you got to be careful there because some of that material can come off pretty quick, and it's really tough to put it back on. Oh yeah, but I did. I did the same thing. It's 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 there, but boy, once you fit those things, they're you're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I I'm pretty pleased with that, and uh, I'm not sure when I'll shoot it again. Um, I don't have plans on shooting it at the uh, Worlds, but uh, I'm I'm ready to go. Maybe shoot it at the uh, the West Florida uh, Steel Challenge Championships. Hey, Jeff, you, you mentioned revolvers. I had an opportunity to squad with uh, Dave, and he was shooting this. Um, it's a prototype Ruger based on, I think it was a Super Red Hawk that he was shooting. And, man, I'm telling you what, that gun, when it hits the market, steve going to buy one. It is sick, and he shot it like a madman. I What's think Josh – Ah, uh, now you're going to ask me some detailed questions. I'm going to lock up like Windows 95. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I, I think it was set up in uh, 38 special, but I think he was shooting like 38 shorts or something like that. It, okay. you know, those revolver guys will say, well, yes, yeah, Steve, it's really a 38 short that started back in 1903. And, you know, okay, just – Make it a standard caliber so I can load it and have somebody load it for me so I can shoot it. But, man, it was it was kind of like it had a sleeved barrel to it. Okay. And it was super, super light. It had a beautiful uh, Hogue uh, grip, and he was shooting out a whole holster. And, you know, it was it, it looked it looked really nice, and he shot it extremely fast. Yeah, David's a good shooter. Um, that would have been fun to uh, watch him shoot that. Well, you know, we've talked uh, U.S. Steel. Um Let's do a recap. First, let's just talk about your overall, not personal, but just or your personal feelings, but not your personal accomplishments about the match. What do you think about this year's match? 
You know, it's pretty interesting, Jeff, from a, a work family shooting relationship. It was probably one of the toughest matches that I shot because I was out of town all week um, down in Disney for a, a company conference. It's a worldwide conference for, for where I work. And so I flew in late Thursday night. And so I hadn't touched a gun until I got home to pack for, for the next day. So I felt like from a mental game, I was off because I felt like I was, I was behind. I think that from an overall match experience, I think the ROs were absolutely fantastic. I couldn't I think, agree uh, more because I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have you, so I couldn't say bad things about you this time. <laughs> but, but, I mean, ha having the ROs that stayed with the squad uh, across the two different sessions that I shot, fantastic folks and what a lot of people don't realize i know we talked a little bit about it with zach that the these ro's travel from all over the country to be a part of this event which is which is really cool so and i saw people from all over the united states and we had a couple participants i think from norway is that right jeff sweden yeah sweden sweden yep. anders <clears throat> um Anders, Linus, and, and Michael. Uh, this is uh, at least the third year for uh, Anders and Linus, and I think the second year for Michael um, in a row. And it may be more, but I know I've seen them the last three. So, so I think to, uh, to, to recap things, I mean, everything went extremely smooth. That's probably one of the largest matches that I've shot that everybody was not rushing <laughs> to, uh, to get something to eat because there was plenty of time in between the first session and the afternoon session, and we uh, wound down right at the right, right time. I, I think that and it's tough from a match staff perspective that uh, I shot all day Friday and I shot the morning session on Saturday, and there was only a morning session on Saturday. The positive to having just a morning session is that everybody could leave there at, uh, at a good point in time and, and get home at a reasonable hour. Although I think for people like me that has a real job and I don't shoot for a living, you know, the Saturday, Sunday thing works full day, Saturday, half day on Sunday. Um, the food was fantastic. You know, if I had to criticize anything, I, I'm not sure exactly what it would be. Um, maybe to tell Zach to make the uh, shirt fee part of the match entry. So I didn't have to worry about bringing money. I don't know, man. It, it was, <laughs> you know, it, it's like, it, it was really so minor. Great. Yeah, it it was it was trivial at best. So uh, the stages were set up fantastic. I, I mean, they do a great job. And it's also interesting, Jeff, that this is the only match that I've shot. I think in the last two years, besides the same match last year, where they actually put hay at the bottom of the the targets, so I yeah. could take or leave that. But you know, it was it it was smooth. We got a little slow on uh, on outer limits in the morning session, but the range master. Uh, whipped everybody up into shape and got us got us caught up. So, man, it was overall it was a very very positive experience. And wooey, son, there were some people that were shooting crazy fast. Oh. We'll talk about Cole and Grant, and I mean, absolutely, uh, lights out, lights out. Yep. How about you? What, what, what's your impression of the match? Well, this match has a, a very special place in my heart because it's the first major I ever shot, in, starting in seventeen, and I love the range. Um, I love the, the layout of the range because you will see just about every shooter in the match as a shooter or as an RO. Um, and that's because the way it's laid out, you're always going to be walking by somebody um, um, with a seven bays down there. Yeah, the hill to get up and down from showdown is a little bit of work. And if you've got a heavy cart, you might take out the tandem cross booth at the bottom of the hill. Which I almost did. <laughs> um, but again, I, I love the ambiance of the match. Um, it's it's just something, and that's not against any other match that I've ever been to. It's just that this one just has a different feel. Um, uh, I've been an RO now for three years, and and I love RO in in this match. Um, and you're right, uh, it stayed on time. I mean, I think, geez, Friday we were done by like right on time at five. Um, and, you know, shooting the eight stages and, and speed option and outer limits can slow it down. Uh, you have to, uh, you have to stay on top of it. I was lucky, right. uh, when I was ROing one of the squads, it had the Fox boys on it 
and they made it a game to see who could get down to the targets faster on outer limits. So we zipped through that stage, no problem. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you what, you lucked out. The Fox boys, they are amazing. And that Seth Fox, whoo. Fast. He, oh, yeah. And you know what? If he really practiced, God help us all. I think he shot like a 95. It was sub 100 with his open gun. And yep. he really doesn't shoot all that much. And that was absolutely fantastic. But, yeah, if the paint support, man, you landed on the right squad there for sure. <laughs> so before we start talking about all the great shooting that happened, let's talk about – well, that's not to say we didn't shoot great, but let's talk about your personal match perspectives and, and, and your shooting. Because you took home some wood this uh, uh, tournament, didn't you, this match? Yeah, I'd have to go through and look at the specifics, but I had uh, three divisions that I shot – and I landed in the, the top five. And for a major match like that, to have, you know, to give away uh, up through the top five, you know, that was, that was pretty cool, especially for us older, slower guys. But, yeah, I'd have to go back and look to see exactly what I won them in. But I know I think one was in Rimfire Rifle Open and one was uh, Rimfire Pistol Iron. The other one was probably Rimfire Rifle Iron if I, if I had to look. So, you know, I ended up uh, – fourth and one and uh fifth and in in the other two so you know i was with the level of talent again from all over the country team volkortsen had a large presence there that's the most volkortsen uh team members i've seen and boy they brought the heat yep. i mean of course you had uh, you know steel target pain was there and tactical solution was there you had uh some tandem cross folks and of course you know, Striplin, uh, Billy Striplin was out there. With, oh, Billy's with, a great guy. Got to meet him in person. Uh, what a super guy. Did you did you get to, to meet John on the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy was walking around with a picture of John Hills Meyer. Still not sure how. Yes, Somebody I, I lost a bet that. there somewhere. I, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you had you had groups from all over the country, man. And, and to, to – to finish in the top five in any division, let alone three divisions, I, I was super proud of that. But, boy, couldn't be more proud of some of these, uh, these younger shooters that are just continuing to step up the game and really, you know, <laughs> moving the finish line for, for a lot of people, which is really exciting to see. It, it does provide a sense of motivation. Absolutely. Yep, so it was, it was pretty cool. Did you, uh, did you walk away with any wood or not? Didn't have any wood. Uh, this match is, uh, I'm not really sure what their theory is behind how they give out awards and every match is different. Um, so I didn't get any wood. I did uh, have some uh, personal bests um, uh, in, uh, I, I hit seven personal bests in carry optics. Well, actually, technically I had eight because um, I did, it was the first match I shot all eight, um, but I'd never, some of them were, guaranteed personal best because i never shot the stages before sure um uh and uh same uh, open i had a couple um osr i did really well um of course you know in the optical sight revolver if you get down to the classes you know i can sit here and go "Ooh, i won the b class there were four it's almost right. a participation trophy if they get something out for that optical sight or uh carry optics i think there were eight and I, I, I was fortunate enough to, to get the B-class win there, but, you know, no trophy. And that's okay. I understand that. Every match is different. And that's something I want to point out to everybody here is I had a great match for myself. And that's sure. what you have to do when you go to these matches. You have to have a great match for yourself. Um, and we're going to start talking about that now. And you've alluded to it. There are some crazy fast shooters out there now. And there's no fear. And, I mean, their pickups are still beating my times. It's insane. <laughs> oh, no, I got you. Let's pause real quick, Jeff, because I pulled up your OSR. You shot a 119.18. And you, how long? You just got this gun, right? I mean, you haven't shot it more than a handful of times, March. right? Yeah, this is the third match I've ever shot it in. You know, 119 with that gun? Man, that... <laughs> No, you're you're underplaying it because that's that's a fantastic accomplishment. Well, thank you, thank you. It's um, you know, it's fun. I think if you go to these matches with a concept of having fun, and um, trying to do your best, and you can't, you know, like if I'm if I say I'm competing against you, you know, we're both six way GMs, and we're say we're both shooting all six guns. If I say, well, I'm competing against Steve, 
it's going to be tough, uh, you know, to, for me to, to, to stay up with you um, because you have a home range. Uh, see, I brought it up this time. <laughs> hey, you know what's awesome, Jeff? Is my home range is only 15 minutes away from where we shot at. <laughs> I love it. I love Stage it. Thanks for bringing it up, though. It's Steve's house. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, but but to go to these matches and and like I said, you can you can have a great match and you can have personal accomplishments and still get beat, and that's okay. And I think if more people come to these things with that concept, um, then they're going to walk away with a, a much better feeling. Um, uh, great shooters are showing up at a lot of these matches now, and and I got to RO and shoot with one of them. Um, uh, and that's Grant Kunkel. And you mentioned Grant earlier. And that kid shoots his iron sight rifle exactly the same as he shoots his open sight, his optical sight uh, rifle. Oh, yeah. Um, just crazy. No fear. And, you know, we talked a little bit about this um, after the match when you and I did a little download just on the phone. And there used to be this concept that you have to stop on every plate. I don't think he stops. <laughs> no he didn't no he did look look, look Jeff. so check this out so billy uh billy stripling has uh you know a truck and a trailer and all that kind of stuff and so i've got uh, plenty of space next to the home range where he was able to and i've got a the house that we we bought last year has a couple of hookups for rvs and so there's a hookup right by the range and uh so he hooked up there and i think it was on friday Friday night after the match, I'm like, come on down, Grant, because Grant and I have worked together a little bit over the last last year remotely, take some video, and I'd critique him and all that. I wish I didn't spend that time. No, I'm just <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> No, he's a different – I mean, from, uh, from a con uh, confidence and consistency, he's a different shooter than he was nine or even ten months or so ago. But anyway, we got down there and uh, lit up the range and – had uh, five to go set up. I'm like, all right, let's let, let's see what's going on, man. And so uh, he brought out his Stripling Gunworks, the the Browning Buckmark rifle that yep <laughs> that Billy has. Oh yeah, no, I I put my name on the waiting list. He's out. Did you know he's out like a year and a half or two years on those rifles right now? It's crazy. Really, you know, I got to shoot oh, Brian yeah. Conley's at Area Six, and it's a fun gun to shoot. There's no doubt about oh, it. Oh yeah. But anyway, so we're shooting down there five to go and. You know, I'm like, all right, let's see what you got there. And with his, uh, with his open, he shoots a hollow sun dot. And so I tried it, man. That's kind of weird if you've never shot one of those. It's got like a, you know, a 28 MOA or something <laughs> yeah, on it, circle. like a circle <laughs> with a dot on it. I'm like, oh, so you get it close to the plate and you just squeeze it. And he's like, yeah. So he shot, man. I think he shot five to go. The first rip was like a 162. I bought <laughs> I Man, I almost put down the timer and walked up the house and called it good, you know. <laughs> Made me a tea time in the morning, you know what I'm saying? Awesome. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he was he was ripping them off sub sub two seconds. And his transitions, man, that third and fourth plate, that's where he's getting a lot of people. You know, the first shot, I'm probably maybe just a dash quicker on the first shot or at least where he's at. And the second shot's about the same. But, man, I have to check up a little bit. I got to pump the brakes or at least – take my foot off the gas for three and four. Maybe it's my old eyesight. Mm -hmm. And that that's where he's, he's, he's killing people with that. His transition from plate two to three and then three to four. Ooh, son. I mean, it is like super, 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 super fast. So it, it, it was, uh, it was exciting to see him where he's come from and just, you know, the last nine or 12 months, he's, he's similar to Chris Barrett that those guys really do. I believe have a God given gift and ability they can really pull the trigger exceptionally fast. I mean, Chris Barrett, I haven't seen him on a timer yet, but if he's at like a .10 split, it wouldn't surprise me. He's a pickup shots at when we train together. His pickup shots on like the back plate on showdowns like .14. He calls a miss in his head and pulls the trigger at .14 seconds. Jeff, I, I, don't, I don't know about yeah. you, but mine's a little bit slower than that. Yeah, but I've, I've got 54 years and 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 uh what against chris i've probably got what's he 18 so i got 36 hey. even of, of 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 too much crap in my head for for me to process it <laughs> right right but these what? these guys are you know it, here, here's the other thing i want to bring up look you know i've spent time with chris and i've spent time with grant chris barrett shooting at least a couple times a week 
you know, I was talking with, uh, with Grant and I've had a similar conversation with Cole Bush and, you know, Grant, he's, uh, he's homeschooled. They're fortunate to do that kind of thing. They live out on a farm and you know what he does five to six days a week. He Shoot. shoots three, to 400 rounds mm-hmm. a night, three to 400 rounds a night. So when people are, well, you know, that's bull. He's missing the plate. No, no, no. You, you don't understand the amount of time, money, and effort that Grant has put in just in the last 12 months. I mean, you're talking professional athlete, you know, you're talking oh, about somebody. Yeah. They're, they're putting in the work And Christian sailor. Let's talk about Christian for a second, man. That guy, he came in not just behind BJ Norris in fourth place and open mm-hmm. fourth place. And how old's Christian 20? I mean, no. it, 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 he's, hey, he's, you know, 19, he's late 18, 19. I mean, he just came right. out of juniors not too long ago. I know. All right, we're all friends. He's my homie, right? He went down to Area 6 and smacked yep. around people. Yep, he won him around. He, he took, yeah, against a couple of previous national champions. I mean, you know, these, these kids are putting in the time and effort, and they have the, uh, you know, the, the reflexes, and they're athletic, and, man, they uh, could be more proud because it's taken the whole, whole shooting sport to a whole, whole different level. And, and, you know, there's some of these rimfire only uh, young ladies out there that are starting to shoot centerfire. I mean, we talked about Cassie Bear. What you come in first place in women's mm-hmm. at the U.S. Uh, Nationals, Nationals, USPSA. Yep. How old's Cassie? I think <laughs> I think I saw a picture on Facebook. She went to prom, so she's what <laughs> seventeen or eighteen years old. You know what I mean, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, actually, and I, I I met her at uh, at Nationals, and um, I think when she puts the gun on. She doubles her weight because she's just a tiny. <laughs> That's true. So well, I'm just looking at the scores from U.S. Steel for Grant, specifically for Rimfire Rifle Iron. Okay. Oh man. He shot now seventy a year ago, year and a half ago. Seventy was the golden number. Okay. Oh, yeah. And this was in the open classes, you know, Rimfire Rifle Open, PCC Open. Then it was sixty-five. He shot a sixty-two forty-three with a I've never with a twelve never, now get this with a twelve oh seven outer limits. Oh yeah, he was hot after that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's say hot. He wasn't hot. He was he was very disappointed because he knew he was rolling like a freight train. He shot what a nine fifty or something with rimfire rifle open, and he's been practicing in the high eights and low nines, mid nines, and he throws down a twelve for a total time. Of sixty two forty three. Oh, are I know. you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, the the, and then, the next and closest then, and again. And this is this is something to point out too. And this is the composure that this kid has because I ROed him that day, and I don't want to say I couldn't detect it. I think he just came off and he just wasn't quite the happy Grant for about two minutes, and then he let it go because he still had the rest of the match to shoot because we didn't end on outer limits. Um, so that's, you know, something else, everybody, we all sit there and, oh, I had a crappy string or I had a crappy stage. Well, you can't change it. And you're not going to make up the time on the next set of stages, because if you could, you should have been doing that to begin with. Oh, so, yeah. you know, his mental game is, is, is there as well for what is Grant 16? No, he's, uh, 17, he's 17 and he turns 18. It's either May or June. Okay. Yep. And for those of you that don't know Grant, he's probably one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yep. But if you look at his scores, though, I mean, showdown at 5.80 seconds. That's blazing. Good one. Speed option, 7.89. That's an average string of sub two seconds on speed option. That's sick. Smoke and hope, I bet you, you know, if we looked at the individual times, he probably kept three or four makeup shots. He's 7.33, and he usually shoots that in the, you know, sixes, maybe high fives. Five to go, like we were talking about a minute ago. Kids blazing, 756 with a rim fire, with an iron sight gun. That's crazy. Accelerator, under two seconds per string, 791. Pendulum, 745. <laughs> They're all oh, under eight. Oh, that's crazy. Every stage about, for, for outer limits was under eight. Yep. Roundabout, 642. And then he had to throw in a 12. Look, if he would have cleaned up the 12, he could have saved, you know, two and a half seconds there, probably a second on smoke and hope. And that's a 59 and some change. So, you know, I, I, I think here in the next six weeks, man, 
when we go to the world speed shoot, someone's going to be shooting a 59. Yep. I don't I know agree. if it's going to be K- Casey Eusebio with the rimfire pistol open, or it's going to be Cole Bush with rimfire rifle open, or if it's going to be uh, Grant with, I don't know, any freaking gun that he shoots. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see what, see what happens. Well, you know, um, as I said, I would him when he shot his rifles and of course that gun that Billy's got with that hollow sun, it's got a quick release. So he shoots it open. Then he walks up with the open gun and he hits the quick release and he shoots an iron sight. And then he yeah. puts the dot back on and then he shoots it open on the next, on the next stage. Um, but I, when I would him for outer limits and he threw a nine fifty two in outer limits and me personally, and it's just the RO they am, I guaranteed I had all five shots, and I know I did. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's just – and, again, you know, uh, you might not get all, of, all five shots, but if you get the last shot, that's always good. But I was not going to um, let there be any controversy uh, about that, uh, that I wasn't picking up shots. And, in fact, um, with Grant – I work with Billy Hall most of the weekend – and uh, we had a really good uh, methodology where if we felt the gun was going to be quieter than normal, um, the second RO was keeping more an eye on the plates where the first RO was just watching the timer to make sure they got that last shot. Um, because, you, as you well know, sometimes you get quieter guns. And right, right. You know, if you can pick up that last shot, that's all that matters. But uh, you try to get all five, so there's never a question of of uh, impropriety, because um, it's sure. tough to believe. It, I mean, unless you're there seeing it, it. Let's face it. If I came up to you and said, "Hey, I saw a kid shoot a nine. I saw a 17 year old kid shoot a 952 in outer limits," you're like, "Really? Did did you get all the hits?" <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No kidding. So. And- in you know, look, the last couple of years, I've got a bunch of, uh, I came into second place and rim fire rifle <laughs> iron to Colby Pavlock. And this year I came in, uh, I pushed it fifth. I probably should have been in the, in the fourth place range, but Hey, I knew where I was at. I was trying to get in the, the top four, but instead I, I ate a couple on a couple stages. Hey, eh, you know, last stage showdown. Hey, I was going to shoot that thing like a high five, man. And when I, pulled out like a 260 on my no i shot a 162 or 164 something like that on my first round. i was like oh yeah you think that's good watch this you 260 <laughs> but uh <laughs> but but colby look he's a 6508 last year he's probably somewhere around there i mean to sit here and say 12 months later that colby that's won the last handful that i can since i've been shooting which has been three years he's won the last handful of rimfire rifle iron for uh U.S. Steel Nationals or the U.S. Steel Shoot as well as the World Speed Shoot, and to be in third place with a 6508, mm-hmm. have we? I mean, what is going on here? It's crazy. Cole Bush, man, he shot a 6471 with a rimfire rifle iron. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, okay. Uh, public service announcement to all the shooters out there. Um, this is directed at Colby. Um, put down the dot. Um, red dots are not fun. Um, you, you want to continue <laughs> to shoot iron sights, okay? Because uh, for those of you who didn't know, Colby has picked up the uh, the optical uh, uh, guns and is is starting to shoot them more and more. So you're going to see him. In fact, he was third in rimfire pistol open uh, this match uh, with a 69. And so, uh, and of course, you know he gets he gives me the yeah. I'm getting older. The eyes are getting. I'm like punch him right in the nose. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, look, if you uh, – I don't know what the largest division shot was. Was it Rimfire Rifle open? It's probably pretty close. That had 82 uh, entries. Yeah, pistol was 75. What was PCC open? That That's another – always a big one. PCC open was 68. So, yeah, rifle open was yeah. a big division. Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at the times there, I mean, you know, you've got – one, two, three, four, five, six times under under seventy seconds in rimfire rifle open. I mean, that's that's blazing. And you look at you look at the top, you know, fifteen of that list. You got a couple of newcomers, but you've got a lot of folks that have been, you know, winning state and area matches and national and world champions on there in the top, you know, in the top fifteen. It's crazy. I mean, it's 
it's getting super, super, super competitive, and especially the rimfire, which is really, really cool. Yep. You know, uh, we we could probably flip over to what's what's the other big one. Uh, let's talk about centerfire a little bit because we've talked a little bit about you know the the rimfire stuff. So open, there wasn't as many people in open as I thought. Let me see. Forty four. Forty four. I mean, that's half of what rimfire rifle open is. Yep. So. Uh, Man, there's still some blazing, blazing good times. Production, well, let's see, Limited's another big one. Um, well, no, Limited, this match was only 20. Yeah. And production was 17. So, okay, let's go look at Optical Sight Revolver. Oh, it's, <laughs> there's 13 probably. There was 13, exactly 13. <laughs> good call. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh man, it's PCC overall had 88, but that's combined both uh, PCCI. Well, you know, you were talking about the shot there. shooters under 70, yeah. six shooters under 70, top six in uh, PCCO, all under 70. Top man, six. and then you've got then you've got Cole Bush. He shot PCCI. He shot 67.59. That's crazy. Oh yeah, I mean, th there's. I, I plan on putting a post out to my shooters page. And, um, you know, if you look at it, there's 13 guns. And so there's 13 division, there's eight stages. So right. uh, if you do the math, that's uh, 104. So, you know, how many records are going to get broken this year at the world shoot? Right. And I'm going to go with at least 30. I'm going to say at least 30 division stage records are going to get broken this year. That's how fast oh, yeah. everybody's getting. In, in yeah, without, in, without the categories, without, you know, the female, you know, the... Oh, yeah, the that's not even counting breaking down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be more than that if you include those well, folks. If we, if we include the categories, uh, <laughs> it will definitely be a... Uh, it'll be more than 30. Because um, the, 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 the women are still getting fast, you know. I mean, Jesse won another open uh, title, and you know uh, uh, Zoe and Mac are are very fast. And um, hopefully, at Worlds, there'll be some other ones that we didn't see here at the U.S. Steel, but they're getting fast as well. And uh, you know, everybody's putting in the time. You know, this is a learned skill, and it is a diminishable skill. So if you're not out there practicing, and you go to a match and you wonder why you're not as good as you were. It's because you're not practicing. <laughs> Even dry firing, it's going to help. But it, it's, you know, we talked about it on the podcast before, but it's just so interesting how a lot of people are migrating away from centerfire divisions. I think, you know, rimfire is a fun division, and it? it's fast, and it's, it, you know, the barrier entry is, a, is certainly lower. You don't have to worry about the draw, which, you know, somebody like Cole Bush, as an example, and then Colby's another case but he's been shooting more centerfire uh cole's probably started to shoot just a little bit of centerfire but he can transition the gun fast now if he spends the time working on the draw i mean there's not there's no reason why somebody like him can't be in the top five shooting open or carry optics or or what have you with a little bit more time with the draw i agree well when you too i mean rimfire pistol open has been around for ages it was it's always been part of the Steelmaster. um triumvirate of of uh an open uh or a centerfire gun with a dot a centerfire gun iron sight and then a rimfire gun and everybody of course would pick rimfire pistol open um but yeah the addition of the rifles uh both in rimfire and in pcc and and the optic divisions i mean it's fun to hit stuff you know oh, yeah. even if you're not as fast as the next guy when you go one for one on those plates it's empowering and then you go, okay, how do I start getting faster? And how do you start learning all the intricacies of the stage and where to stand and how to position your body and, and all those things. Um, you know, uh, you talk about the draw, you know, and, and we've actually talked about it on this podcast where, you know, getting quick to the plate is important, but that doesn't mean necessarily going as fast as, you know, raising that gun as fast as possible because right. you may overshoot it. And then you're taking time coming back. Um, so, yes, uh, I agree. And now, 
I'm kind of going the other way. I'm actually migrating towards some of the centerfire guns um, for the challenge of them, except for single stack. Single stack should be banned completely. <laughs> well, I take that back. If you're going to shoot single stack, you have to remember that you are shooting an iron sight gun and that you have to bring your left hand to the match um, and actually grip the gun. <laughs> if you remember those things, you, you may do better than I did because I did not have a good single stack match. Well, that, that, that's one of the things. I mean, you know, when I, when I shoot uh, centerfire divisions, you know, I, I love to shoot outside of PCC, I, you know, because I shoot that a, a fair amount, but I definitely shoot more rimfire divisions if I look at total round count than, than anything else by far. But, you know, I was talking to somebody about, oh, man, you love shooting open. I said, yeah, it's bad. But usually the only time I shoot open is at a major match. I know I got to work on that. It's just a fun gun to shoot, you know, and it's, it's fun coming on the holster and all that kind of stuff. But one of the things that I've got to remember, and, I, you know, we talked a little bit about it. I'm not sure if it's been on the podcast or offline. But one of my tendencies when I'm shooting an open gun, let alone, you know, a single stack or any other gun, as soon as I come out of the holster, I got a great grip on the gun. And I gently ease up on my grip as I'm shooting, and it gets worse the later in the shooting session that I'm in. Mm -hmm. I'm, but it's from shooting rimfire because you don't need as much of that discipline of grip in the gun. But it's something that I'm aware of that I've continued to fight. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a little bit of a different beast, you know, the eye movement and the sight movement and all that kind of stuff is the same. But coming out of the holster, whoo. You know, we talked about it with Christian Saylor. It's half the matches draw time. It's not shooting time. I mean, Absolutely. if you look at if you look at some of the times out there, I mean, what was that? Uh, Casey shot. Um, let's see. Whew, it was like seven seven eighty one on showdown with an open gun. Seven eighty one. For a lot of people shooting rimfire pistol open, rimfire rifle open, PCC, they're like, yeah, that was a good time. No, no, no. He's, <laughs> he's coming out of a holster, son. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's blazing quick. And those of you that are. I just, I just pulled up Casey. Okay, so he started. So he threw a 232 on his first string, which he threw out. So he's, he's already thrown out his, his, his string on, on string one. Then he that's, a keeper in my that's a keeper in my book, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> then, he throw, then he puts a 193. A 184, a 216, wow. and a 188. That's <laughs> that's that, and he probably still had to carry a pickup shot. It's crazy. Yeah, no, he's. I mean, for for people that have never shot with somebody at that level, I mean, you know, Max has got a fantastic draw. Dave Savigny's got a great draw, uh, but I, I'm telling you what, Casey has got. Uh, smoking fast draw in his it's almost a reckless shooting style i mean it, it, yeah the guy could have you know 100 makeup shots and still shoot it at 80 and open i mean it his his pickup shots are so fast i mean unless if you see it and you're really there to you know it's one thing to see it on video but to stand next to the guy or ro the guy when he does it, it is it's super 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 fast so same thing with, you know, with Grant and Cole and Chris and, you know, uh, Chase and a lot of those other kids that got a, a, a very fast trigger finger. You know, it's one thing to see it on video, whole different ball game to see it in person. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate the level of talent that they have. It's, it's, it's crazy. No, I agree. I was just looking here at his, um, his roundabout. He shot an 801 in roundabout, center fire open. It's crazy. Absolutely. So what do you got coming up, Steve? What do you got coming up? What are you shooting uh, soon? You got the local matches coming up? Yeah, I've got a local match here. I don't know. It's a, a week or two. It's the, uh, the Griffin local match. I've been trying to slow down on shooting local matches, at least the first part of this year, because we're pretty heavy with, uh, with major matches. And then the next major match, the middle of May, you got the World Speed Shoot. And a couple weeks later, we've got uh, the Georgia State Steel Challenge match which is uh, at the Strong Point facility. So that's their third year of doing that. So that's the, the next couple of matches. So it's been pretty, pretty busy the first, uh, first couple, couple months of the shooting season. How about you, Jeff? What do you got on the calendar? We've got our local match this weekend, which is always fun to get out there and, and, and bang out six stages at the WAC. 
Um, and then there's, you know, many other locals, Frostproof, Volusia, down to Hanson. Um, get a little USPSA in. And again, getting ready for the world shoot. Um, not going to be able to make Georgia this year. Um, there's only so many matches you can make, and, uh, and that's when I'm going to have to pass. And then uh, for those that haven't heard, um, the West Florida Steel Challenge Championships are back on again this year. Uh, it's going to be the third weekend in July. Um, and, Steve, you know what we did? We raised Uh-oh. the price. $5. Best move you ever made. Tell them why, Jeff. You know what you get for that $5? You get I do, but I, I do, but I do, but they don't know. Okay, well, here it is, people. You are not going to have to paint a single plate at this match. Oh, we, I should have brought down tissues. I, I, $5 a session. So there's an extra $5 per gun you shoot. You are not going to have to paint at all. I'm starting to get emotional here over Jeff, <laughs> over here, Jeff. I'm telling you, I'm starting to well up. That's a beautiful thing. And well, you for, know, you know, in all seriousness, it's a great cause. It, the, 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 it's, it's, it, so the kids that are going to be painting are the Custom and Border Patrol Explorers, um, and, and they do train. I have been at, they train at the WAC um, with their uh, discipline leader. His name is James Ramos, who also shoots with us, and, and they will be out there. And they did good last year um, with donations, but I said, you know what? Uh, we're not going to do donations this year. We're going to guarantee them some money. So uh, everybody, you know, it's, it's the same six stages. Uh, we're raising it from 45 to 50 bucks. Um, but I think uh, it, it was a huge success last year and the kids enjoyed it. And I know the shooters did because you can just come off the stage and reload and talk and you never hear an RO screaming, we need the painters down here. Never going to happen. Right. So, um, and then of course, uh, as we go further in the year, uh, you know, everybody is saying to me, you know, why are you running your match in July in Florida? Well, it's timing because as we get later on in the year, uh, all the matches start up again. So it's going to be hot. Um, hopefully it won't be as rainy. I don't know if it can be any more rainy than it was last year. (laughs) Um, but uh, we're looking forward to a good time and, and hopefully seeing uh, everybody was able to come down and possibly some new faces. And there, there's also some cool matches out there. You got Kurt Grimes area match. Yep. I think that's uh second week in August or so I've got it on my calendar and I didn't bring my calendar with me, but it's also cool to see some of those matches that may have been and kind of gone away or expanding Nick Brant's out there. He's going to be running the Mississippi state steel challenge match. So that's going to be cool. That's kind of where uh, one of the first, I think it was, man, I don't know if it was the first or second. It's one of the first couple of major matches I shot out of state was over in Mississippi. They had a rimfire two-gun match when it was the NSSF, and then they had a state steel challenge match. So I shot that one or two years, and I don't know. I've always been lucky in Mississippi, so I've got a stack of, stack of hardware from Mississippi. So I'll have to go down there and see, uh, see Nick again, and it's a great, great, great place to shoot, and he's doing – some great things down there, but uh, there's some uh, there's cool matches that are popping up all over the country, all over the country. So yep. go out to uh, steelchallenge.com and uh, Zach and I'm not sure if it's Don or who else maintains that. All the matches are are listed out out there on the calendar for you. So as soon as it's approved match, you'll see all the level one, level two, and level three approved matches out there. So cool, cool stuff. One other question I had to back up to the U.S. Steel Shoot. Jeff, do you know off the top of your head how many total entries there were? Because I think there was about 550 last year. I think it was down to about 450 this year. Is that correct? Yeah, it was a little lesser this year. Uh, As I scroll to the combined, I've got 460 entries. Oh, that's not too bad. So part of it was I think last year it was actually on a weekend where there were more states with spring break going on. Well, I also think that last year we shot all day Saturday and half the day Sunday. Is that correct? Is that no? It was still it was, it was still half day Saturday. Oh yeah, yep. You're you're exactly right because it was Easter weekend or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. World shoot yeah. is is all day Saturday, half day uh, Sunday. I think. Roger that. Oh, also, didn't there uh, the match entry fee go up a good, decent bit? It did, but, in some respects. Um, they. Um, 
they went to the instead of doing a tiered pricing uh, uh, on that, they they went to the flat rate pricing, um, and it saved Zach uh, a huge amount of time and headache. Um, it varies, you know. Different people feel different things. I mean, uh, matches cost money to put on. I mean, uh, Atlanta Arms, who owns the U.S. Steel match, you know, has to rent the range, and uh, you know, there's food that has to be purchased and trophies and the prize tables. I think we're pretty good this year. I mean, I can. I, yeah, I've only been to a couple of matches with big prize tables, but I thought it was it was solid. I mean, I had marginal showings but i got to walk each table uh you know pc the the pcc the rimfire and the and the centerfire table and i walked out with like about 450 dollars worth of stuff because i go for the bullet coupons because i load my own so that doesn't bother <laughs> me one bit I'll give, give me the projectile coupons i'll take those every day <laughs> um and so yeah it uh you know and of course at this match I believe your uh, your main match winners are also winning some cash, right? Right. So, you know, it cost and and it may have affected people, but you know, if you if you end up doing the math, um, you know, let's just say you're going to shoot four guns, and you say to yourself, well, I think seventy five dollars is a fair price for a gun or for a match. Well, that'll be three hundred dollars. Well, if the price is a hundred, it's it's an extra hundred dollars. But when you start adding in your travel time, your food, your hotel and lodging, that $100 becomes a very small portion of, yes, it's still $100 more that you have to pay, but it's a smaller portion, you know, it's a small percentage based on everything you have to pay. Your ma For me, my match fees tend to be some of the smallest part of what I end up paying in a match. Right, right. Now, for your local guys, you know, you're 15 minutes from there, um, you don't have that, but you know, and I won't have that down here at the WAC. Um, but, you know, going to the world shoot, uh, you know, uh, and that's a hundred bucks a gun, which I, I, me personally, I know, I know this is probably going to upset a lot of people, but me personally, I think for a major level three match, I think a hundred dollars a gun is a fair price personally, but that's just me. Yeah. I, I think you know, we've had some of this discussion before. I think you're pushing the boundaries you know, I don't think 110 or 125 would fly. I think some people would still pay it, but you know, even 100 bucks a gun is pretty steep. But I will say, at 100 dollars a gun for the U.S. Steel shoot, the last at least two years, maybe even three years, the quality of the prize table is commensurate with the 100 dollar match entry fee. Meaning that I think of a match that size, one of the best, if not the best, prize tables that I've seen. I'd say that, you know, the last Georgia state match over at the uh, Griffin Gun Club for a low match entry, I think you could get a four-pack for 135 bucks. I mean, it was somewhere around there, and they fed you. But I would say for that level match, that Georgia state match, that prize table is probably the best prize table I've seen for a match that size. So, you know, I, I think that it, it depends if you're going to – you know, like if the world speech you, you know, hopefully there's a good prize table last year. Eh, it was, I still think it was okay, but I think the U S steel shoot was had the better of the prize tables for a hundred dollar match entry fee. That's, that's my opinion. Well, again, I like recognition. I like recognizing shooters. So that's why at the whack, we don't really try too hard to have a big prize table. Um, and, and we actually do it more as a, as a raffle table uh, because I would rather give out a lot of awards. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Get, you know, get down deep. And so that, you know, that person who wins open C, if there's enough shooters in that uh, class, uh, they're going to get a, they're going to get a wood, you know, piece of wood. They're going to get a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, it's just, a, it's, it's not right or wrong. It's just a different perspective. Um, but again, I think if you're going to the match, in hopes of winning an award or going to a match in hopes of walking the prize table to get something good. I personally think you're going to the match for the wrong reason. Um, Completely agree. You know, to, to that point, there was uh, some postings out there. Uh, I would say on social media the last two days, Bailey Gallagher comes to mind. There's a couple other folks that, that racked in some hardware from the Adam Storch's match up there at the uh, New Jersey state steel challenge match. I mean, 
they uh i'm not sure how many divisions bailey shot i think i saw six plaques but maybe you know somewhere category uh plaques compared to division plaques but you know to support that level i mean look a plaque's not you know 10 20 bucks somewhere in there it's it's you know to have a well hey this is what i want i think that's pretty pretty cool especially for uh, a lot of our youth shooters so i i highly encourage the uh the hardware well, you know, Steve, I, I've not only been to the home range, but I've been to the back barn and I've seen your trophy <laughs> balls. Um, you know, they, they yeah. do make a nice way to show off on the wall when you, when you win as many as you do. <laughs> it, it, it's humbling walking in there, Jeff. I appreciate that. My wife said, my wife said hey, get those out of my house. Where are they? So, uh, <laughs> They're relegated the to the back barn. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, well, it's All been right, a good everybody. discussion. Well, you know what? This has been a good podcast. Steve and I love doing these. We love listening to them. Uh, Steve, I don't know about you, but I've had a number of people come up to me at the major matches and, and, you know, say thank you and keep doing them, and and we're going to keep doing them. So we appreciate that support and and keep it coming. And also, if you need something out on rainstore.net, use uh, discount card. uh, Yeah, discount card. Let's try (laughs) discount code instead. Maybe I'll make up a card and I'll send you one of those. ST Podcast 10 for 10% off and check out rainstore.net. They've got a really cool giveaway going on with uh, DDR, Daryl Ralph uh, knives and go pens and a titanium pen. And man, get out there and uh, like and, and uh, get your entries and tag a couple of buddies and share it out there. Giving away, I think it's about $170 worth of, worth of goodies from DDR. Thanks, Steve. I just signed up for that today, and now you're going to get a lot more people signed up for it. Way to go. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's right. That means my chances go down. Oh, geez. Ah, what are you going to do? Kidding, kidding. He's going to edit that out. <laughs> oh, no, man. everybody, get over there. Sign up for that. It's a great, it's a great prize package. And, uh, and get the word out about rangestore.net to all your friends. They've got a lot of great products. And, and uh, share that, uh, that uh, special code with them. <laughs> All right, Jeff, we'll, we'll see you out on the range soon, buddy. All right, Steve. Good talking with you. Bye, everybody. Don't forget, one shot, one steal.